one book, a few chapters, and hundreds of pages have led us to this. Adventure, romance, the thrill of a lifetime, a thousand lives that we get to explore. Join me. Hello, hello, family. Um, welcome to episode three of part four of season... No, wait, I did that wrong. <laughs> welcome to episode uh, two of part two of season four, or I think it's like the sixth or seventh episode. I don't know. Welcome back. Wow. I'm messing up and it just started. It doesn't matter. You guys know me well enough that I mess up a lot, so it's fine. It's why you like me. You like my my charm of my my little mess ups, but it's okay. Um, welcome back. It is the 20th of January and it is cold. Oh my goodness. It is freezing and it's ridiculous. It's been just single digits here and negatives and um, we've had snow and ice and all the things and I'm just done. I'm done. I'm ready to go back to Florida. I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't. Even though I grew up in it and technically I've been here for like, I've been in this weather for like 10 plus years since I came home from Florida, but still I'm done. I want to go back. And if my fiance is listening to this, I'm sorry that I'm complaining, but I'm, I'm sick of this weather. I'm just done. My dog might not be happy with me because my dog loves snow and running around in the snow and all the things, uh, but, but I'm done. I want sun and sand and I, I will take the hurricane over an ice storm. I just, I, I said it. I said it. Uh, I didn't mean to open this podcast with me venting about the weather, but if you are like me and don't like the cold, you're probably, and you're living in the Midwest and uh, the Northern states, uh, you're probably feeling the same way that I'm feeling. So we can commensurate, commensurate, commensurate. I don't know how to say that word, but we can feel our pain together today. Yes. Feel that pain together. Um, but other than weather, everything else is going great. Um, and today, uh, we are not going to do a book review because I have not finished the book yet that I am listening to, uh, which is the uh, 2020 uh, Rachel Hollis book, Didn't See That Coming. I'm still on chapter like three. Uh, things have been busy. So today, we are going to do a different topic that I've been kind of going back and forth with. And I will tell you all about that after we hear from our sponsor. Check it out. Hey, it's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today. Yes, as I say every week, go check out all the different podcasts, Pixie Dust Twins, Can't Kill the Boogeyman, uh, Living with Chronic Pain, and Robbie Reviews are the ones that are up right now, so go check those out. Um, okay, so topic today, and this is going to be a shorter podcast just because the topic is a shorter topic, and it is talking about different types of book tracking apps. So for a long, long time, I have been using Goodreads. That has been my app since it kind of started and I learned about it. It's been years. I've always been using it. Now, I did not realize that it was linked with Amazon. And I know a lot of people have problems with Amazon. Um, I personally do not have 
the problems that they are saying because every company in some way, shape, or form has ethical issues. So it's like, okay, well, eh, no matter where I go, we're going to have problems. But anyways, that's a whole different topic, and if you hate me for it, it's fine. Um, But there apparently are alternatives, and I have been starting to kind of look into these alternatives, not because of the whole Amazon thing, but because I feel like Goodreads doesn't track what I want it to track. Like it's very, um, very basic on what I am hoping to track. And honestly, I think I did a poor job of keeping my library um, up to date. And uh, it's just kind of muddled at this point with books that I don't know if I have or don't have. And honestly, I, I didn't use it for reviews. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just I need to start fresh and start with something different. So I've been actually looking into other types of apps that could help me with my tracking and see if it has more things that I want to track as a reader and more ways for me to get involved um, on the, the book book talk side, on uh, the book world side, like coming into that world a little bit more because I haven't been, I, I, I am not a, uh, well, what's the words I'm looking for? Um, I have not been consistent in the book world as I used to be, and I'm trying to get back into that consistency uh, into the book world. So I'm trying to find something that I that I love and enjoy that will give me what I need and give me the platform that I want to use to track my stuff and share things and put reviews up. And because I'm starting to do that, I want to start doing book reviews um, on my website, which is uh, byashleydanny.wordpress.com. So go check that out. I have, I know at least two reviews up there right now. Um, there might be more. I, I don't know. But anyways, um, so I have been going to different websites to try to find different things. So... This website that I have up in front of me is like 21 Best Goodreads Alternative for, they call it ethical book tracking because, you know, the Goodreads stuff. Um, But that's, again, not why I'm looking at it. But I wanted to look to see what they had on their list. And the first one that they have that I've been trying, and I'm trying it for a year because I want to see what the tracker looks like at the end, is the story graph. Um, and it's really kind of cool. It's very simplistic and it's designed very minimalist. And I love that about it because I, um, don't hate me, but I love a good minimalist moment on the internet graphic design stuff. I'm not like a, Goodreads feels a little too, what's the word I'm looking for? When it, when an app or something just has too much, like the, the graphics are just, overloaded and it doesn't feel like it flows well like they're just putting in so much color and so much this and so much that it overloads my brain I need a little bit more simplistic clean light minimalist design because my brain already has a hundred different tabs open and going through it so when I look at when I look at an app or a website or anything that has all of that going on or too much color or too much this it overloads my brain. That's just how I'm built. So I needed something a little bit more clean lined, um, minimalist, uh, and, and doesn't like overload my brain. So I started with, uh, with the story graph and it's been really cool. Cause it's, it, it is that, that clean minimalist kind of thing. It shows my current readings. It shows my to do pile. If I, if I did a to do pile, but also it shows like stats that I'm interested in. So it shows 
um, not only the books I'm reading, but how many hours I'm reading, how many, um, it, it shows like the moods of the book, um, the pace, the page numbers, what type of genres, the format, and how much I've read in those formats which is really cool. It gives me a chance to do multiple reading challenges, not just one reading challenge. So I have two reading challenges for myself. I am going, my challenge is reading 12 books uh, for the year, uh, whether it's between audio or uh physical, and I know it's crazy, Ashley is doing audiobooks, but they are the non-fiction books that I'm doing audio. I am physically reading fiction books, non-fiction I'm listening to because I can listen to at work or in the car. Um, and then I have hours. Now, I don't know if my hours goal is um, like realistic or not, but I put 60 hours because the first book I read, the first book I listened to was like 10 hours. So I'm like, well, if I do six books and they're all like about there, yeah, 60 is probably realistic. So we'll see. Um, but it's not tracking it and I've put in hours. So I'm gonna have to see why it's not tracking like my goal. Um, but I really, oh, sorry. That was a text message from the fiance. Um, but I'm really, I'm really enjoying it so far. And uh, I do need to go through, I, at some point, if this is the app that I'm gonna stay with, I'll go through and scan in every single book that's on my bookshelf and like mark it if I've read it or not read it, etc. But for now, I'm just doing the books that I'm currently reading or on my current to do, re current reading list that I have open uh, so that way I don't clog it up yet. Um, it also has a community, which is cool. I don't know why my phone keeps going on. I, I thought I had the volume off, but I did not. Um, it has a community where you can um, see what people started reading. I believe I can do reviews of books that I have read. Um, let's see here. Yep, I, I did a review for Fourth Wing um, and just some other things. So I'm, I'm liking it. It actually gives visual graphs, which I like. Uh, you can create a community, it looks like. You can search by pe search people by their username. Um, apparently there's read-alongs. I don't know what that is. Current read-along. I guess you read with, oh, it's like a time frame and you read that book with the group and discuss it. I'll have to look more into that. So that's the one I'm using right now. So it was pretty cool to see that was like the top one on this website's uh, list. But there's other ones. There's apparently so many different apps that you can use um, to to track. So some of the other ones I've never heard of is like Booksloth. Um, apparently it's a mobile and web app that makes it easy to log the books you read and discover new books based on your personal recommendations. So you you have... You, it, they, you can do recommendations through there. And apparently as you log the book, you go beyond the traditional star rating by rating books based on, for example, characters or word, world building, which is really cool. Like that would be really cool to be able to rate on because I love world building. Mine, I love fantasy and the characters and all those different things. So if I don't end up saying with a story graph, I'm going to try Booksloth next because I like the idea of... Um, rating based on different things other than just the book altogether. And I will put this website on uh, the link below so you can see it. It's from goodgoodgood.co. Um, so if you want to read the article, that's where I'm getting a lot of this stuff. I'm not, I did not write these things down. I am literally reading kind of word for some of the word for word moments from their, their website. And we're not going to do all 20, but I wanted to read some of them. 
And apparently you can create a profile in Bookslot that looks a lot like an Instagram for books. And you can also create and share book lists, which is a very helpful feature for anyone who has friends asking them what they should read next. So that one actually sounds really intriguing. I might open it up just to see if I like the look of it and it doesn't overwhelm me. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Maybe I'll use multiple apps possible. We all use multiple apps for social media. Why does, might as well use multiple book social media apps. So that's one that sounds very interesting. Uh, there's one called Basmo. It's primarily to help users create a reading habit. I, I don't need a reading habit. I, I mean, I do need to get back into reading habit, but it's just, it doesn't sound like something for me. Um, apparently, let's see here. What was the other thing it said? It makes it easy to track the books you've completed and want to read on a digital book bookshelf. So it's another version of Goodreads, pretty much is what it is. Uh, let's see here. You can log your emotions and uh, digital annotators unite. I don't know what that means, but apparently you can digi digitally annotate. Uh, there's another one called Lib Libib. Libib. It's very odd. Uh, it's a uh, cataloging tool used by library schools and organizations for a big collection of books. Um I, I mean, I have a lot of books, but I don't think I have that many books. So there's that one. Uh, it's apparently very, very nerdy is what this article's saying. But you can apparently also track your DVDs, vinyls, and board game collections on it. Hmm. I mean, I have a ton of DVDs and board games. I don't have any vinyls, but I have DVDs and board games still. Interesting. Uh, let's see here. And then this next one that I wanted to share with you guys is Bookly. And I actually knew of this one when I was looking up different types. Bookly is about tracking reading sessions, not just books. Every time you open and read up a book, you can start a reading timer. This will help you keep track of your reading speed, which will tell you how much time it will take you to finish your book and other valuable data. So this is like very nerdy in my opinion because you're doing the stats and different things so if you're a stat person this might be a really good one for you um it also so it offers personalized reports with all your reading stats and helps you motivate you to treat reading like a workout um which is interesting very interesting uh i almost checked this one out first before um before storygraph but i can't remember why i decided storygraph over bookly might have been the look. I'm not sure. Uh, but it sounds interesting. It sounds like something that I really would love to do because then it would help me keep keep um, in sync with like reading on a regular basis. Uh, but I just I don't have time for that right now. I am planning a wedding. And if I get to sit down and read five minutes, I will be happy to do that because uh, planning a wedding and I have multiple jobs. I have my main job and then I have some side jobs and I have a dog and I, I'm i hanging out with my friends. Like reading is not, I, I'm not the introverted reader that I used to be because I actually am like out in the world a little bit more, which makes me sad because I used to take a book everywhere. Like when I was living down in Florida in college, I would take a book with me to Disney World. So as I was waiting in lines, I would have my book open and reading. But that's when I was like doing everything by myself. So now like I went to Disney last May. I didn't take a book with me in the parks because I wasn't alone. I had my then boyfriend, now fiance, with me in line so I had someone to talk to and different things. So my life has changed a lot. Um, so trying to keep in my old habits of book reading is just not going to happen. I need to find the new rhythm with everything going on around me. And yeah, it's a little sad, but it's also great because I'm start starting new phases in life and it makes me very happy. So yeah. 
Uh, let's see here. <laughs> they did in this article put uh, hashtag bookstagram and hashtag book talk. This one's a little bit more out of the box. Um, you could keep track of things on TikTok uh, with putting your TBR list and all the different things. Uh, I already do that, but it's not to the extent that some people do. So yeah, uh, let's see here. The last one. Nope, not the last one. Couple more. Uh, Notion, Airtable, or Google Sheets. This is actually like stuff that's used for um, a bunch of different things. You can use uh, these trackers for more than just book trackers. Notion is particularly a book tracker, but like Airtable and Google Sheets, you know, like you can track anything with these things. You just make up your own template and, and go from there. Uh, Notion would be interesting. I might check it out. It looks, it looks very clean. Uh, so that might be something that I like uh, for things. Uh, let's see here. I think that was the last one. There's a website called Book Tribe, which is primarily an online magazine for book news and reviews. Um, so that that might be fun too for more of a community community uh, community spot. And then they they have other ones on here like tracking. If you do library books, you can track your books through the library. You could create a note on your phone and track everything through um, the notes on your phone. Specifically, this one was about um, like Apple and stuff. But the big ones that uh, the big the big ones that I think sound really really interesting is Storygraph because I'm using that one already. Uh, Bookly and book sloth. Those are the three that I'm like, you know what? I'm I, those might be my things, but I need to just choose one <laughs> because I just can't do three. I mean, we do three social medias. I have an Instagram, a TikTok, and a Facebook. So why can't I do three book ones? Because I'll just it's it, too much. It's too much. It's too much. But that's okay. Um so I would like to know what you guys use. Like, what do you still use Goodreads? And there's no no judgment if you do. It's just getting too much for me. It's too, um, it doesn't give me enough information that I want. So um, do you still love using Goodreads? Do you use one of the three that I'm talking about? Are you using something that I didn't uh didn't mention are you using like google sheets how do you have it set up like i would love to hear these things so uh there should be a spot below where you can comment or you can go to my instagram or my facebook or even my website because i will have an article um on my website about uh like recommendations with my own summary of at least the three that i'm talking about uh for the the podcast this week and leave comments there. Let me know, hey, I use this and this is why I love it. Or, hey, I also use this. This is what I love. Did you know this? I would love to hear from you guys. So by ashleydanny.wordpress.com. Um, I'll put this website also if you want to read through it, uh, the goodgoodgood.co slash articles, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'd love, I'd love to hear you, your favorite one or ones that you tend to use because I think it's just fun to collaborate together as readers and writers and, and all the different things. So yeah, uh, that was what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And I, I really don't have anything else on that subject. Um, I will say that uh, it is, let's see here, end of January. Uh, next week, I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, it'll depend on if I finish a book and do a book review or if we do another topic, a random book topic like this. Or I might just do a TBR, TBR episode of 
of um, some recommendations I have uh, for you, which is actually March and April is going to be specifically TBR, like time capsule TBR list that I'm really excited to do. It's going to be a fun topic. There'll be other things we talk about, but I'm, I'm really excited putting that together. And next month, February, we're doing a relationship series. Uh, we're kind of going back to the roots of the original uh, spot of this podcast. It used to be called the 139 podcast. Uh, yeah, the 139.14 podcast. Uh, and we did a lot more faith-based stuff. Well, we're going back to some faith-based stuff next week or next month talking about um, relationships. Because I did a single series when I first started this podcast. And now I want to do a relationship series since I am getting married. Um, and it's not going to be a series where I am the expert. No, no, no. It's going to be a series about what I've seen, what I've experienced, and um, what I'm looking for or what what my advice is for what I've been through. But again, not expert. It's just me me talking and and uh giving you my wisdom that I have found uh over the past almost oh my gosh almost 2 years wow wow it's weird to think that i'm I, i'm coming up on 2 years in a relationship because i think my longest relationship before him was like 9 months and that was my freshman year of high school yeah i know that's sad but anywho uh so come back next week to see what book topic whatever it ends up being, uh, uh, we talk about. And I hope anyone who is in the cold weather right now, I hope you stay warm for my ones in the warm weather. Enjoy it. Savor it. Send us some sunshine, please. I just, I need some sunshine. I need some warmth. I need vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah, definitely need that. <laughs> All right, family, have a great week. And don't forget to open up the pages of a book and go on an adventure. Bye.